Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 548. And today we continue looking into the city of Jinki 22 and we're going to look into the opening of the seventh seal which is Jinki 22, the Jinki of Grace, the city of grace. And uh, this is the seventh seal. And as we've been looking in the past six days with all the opening of all the six seals, we're looking at um, um, a collapse of the light. Uh, we're looking at, at uh, um, maybe collapse is not, I mean, it's the right word, but it, it, it might not have the right connotation. What it, what it really means is that as the frequency raises, the Kundalini is going up, the opening, the seals, <coughs> sorry, in the body, the higher three bodies, we got polarity here on the first, second, and three, three, third seals, right? This is the realm of um, conflict between the personality and uh, who we truly are, the, the light of God, right? When we make that opening of the third seal and step into the bridge, the stepstone, the fourth seal, the seat of the soul, uh, at that point... We um, open up the um, the connection to the higher seals, and what it really means is that on the fourth seal there is no longer polarity. We have the light is the violet blue light, and it has no polarized positive or negative. And so, as we keep going, the Kundalini keeps going up to the fifth and the sixth, right, and it reaches the seventh. At that point. What happens is that the monadic body um, pulls up the lower bodies and, and becomes one. And this happens a lot when you take these pictures of, um, if you've ever seen these pictures of orbs, right? What we're really looking is uh, at, a, at an entity, uh, a being that is not embodied, that um, its light is flattened. Because since we're trying to take a picture of something that's multidimensional, what we're seeing is just a, a, a ball, right? But what it really should look is more like a, like a pyramid, like a, like, a, like a cone. But it's, it's collapsed because it's, it's vibrating at a higher frequency. So what, what's going to happen here, and this is, this is the, it's all being orchestrated from heaven, right? whatever you want to call it, the, the, the beginning of this multiverse, right? It is the showering of the grace of God, the, the, the infinite allowing of um, our experience that allows for our own pace of refining the quality of our attention. Because everything flows through our choice. Who is choosing to put the attention that is who we are, the chooser, the observer, right? The one who chooses to put the attention on something. When your attention is focused on high frequency thought, then the, um, it, it's just like, it's, it's like a habit. The more you do something, the more it creates uh, neural pathways in the brain, right? And you become used to a certain kind of activity, a certain kind of frequency spectrum, when the frequency starts rising and you start contemplating more and more expansive thoughts and, and, and your attention is fixed 
on high frequency vibration, then the, 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 the bodies that are the lower bodies begin to collapse because there's no longer that conflict, that, that positive and negative swinging back and forth. And it's going up like, like, a, like a pyramid, right? Like a triad. And it's, go, it's returning back to heaven. This is what it means to anchor the kingdom of heaven. We're talking about Christ consciousness. On the earth, it, 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 it all is part of the individual's journey. And then it ripples out like a domino effect, like a 100 monkey theory. At some point, it becomes, per, uh, uh, the, the, the frequency becomes the standard, right? And so this is the process we're going as a civilization. At this point, we are experiencing the shift from the pol polarity of the dark ages, right? That that swinging, that that drama, that misunderstanding of life, and it's not at a deeper level. It's not a misunderstanding because we needed to have the lack of love in order to understand what the value of love is. What is love? And love is um, it's not good, right? Good and bad exist in the polarized lower frequency. Love is beyond polarity. Love is ultimate allowing because it springs from a, from a state of percept of experience where there's no time. If you don't have any time, you have the infinite of forever to experience all of life. That is the love of God. That is the reason why we have free will because we have been given the gift of where do we put our attention and where we put our attention we have our experiences and as we have our experiences we naturally and organically move forward in the refinement of this polarized struggle and suffering through eons until at one point we understand that that is just an experience, a very low frequency, unrefined experience of the universe. When we raise our frequency, we begin to understand the, the, the perfect order and balance of the galaxies and, 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 the, and the order of the universe. There is a sustaining order in the universe that appears random and chaotic, but at the very core, there is a, a design of divinity that holds everything in place. And this is grace. This is the grace of God. So it's returning, returning home, following and allowing the grace of God to open up our our fear, uh, uh, our limitations, open up, open up the gateways and the flooding of this depolarized frequency. Right, this frequency that has no swinging. There is no uh, uh, aspiring to become better. Because you understand that you are where you are. And the more you follow your natural inner drive to move in a certain direction, the more you are following the, 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 the gift that you've been given. And ultimately, you will find refinement. Because let's say the more you, you tried certain kind of wines, you start you know, with something really nasty, the box, right? And eventually you start refining yourself, unless you become an alcoholic. That's a whole other story, right? Maybe that's not a good example. <laughs> yeah. Let's say you're a runner, right? You start running and, uh, 
and 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 at the beginning you're gonna do certain uh, kind of uh, exercise and now you're tired but the more you practice the more you become used to the kind of, of feel that your foot shoot, uh, hits the floor and now you're gonna want a, a, a better shoe and you're gonna choose a different kind of road and you're gonna choose a, a certain kind of the day you're not gonna be running when it's raining right you're beginning to refine your experience the same with everything in life with relationships you're gonna have all of these manipulative narcissistic relationships where there's suffering and control and manipulation and codependence and little by little, as you reclaim your own uh, self-worth, you're going to start saying, well, you know what? I'm done with this kind of stuff. You know, I, I think that what I want next is this. And this. so now at that point, you're, you're, you're bringing that, you're opening up that ability to receive more life, to experience more life. And little by little, you're allowing more life to happen. But you have to have the comparison point. You have to have that experience of like, fuck, this sucks. You know, it's like, my God, this is awful. And I don't want this. But now you lived it. And so when you look back, you say, I know what is to be there. And because you know what it is to be in the place of the suffering, you can have compassion. And that is the opening of grace. Because now you can look at life and look at experience of others and say, oh, my God, they're going through that stuff. I did that. And I know it's really awful and really hard to get through that one. And now you're experiencing love. Because you also understand that being there, you, you're not going to listen to anybody. You're just like, I know the way, because that's, we are like that, right? I know the way. And you're hitting yourself with a wall, pump, pump, you're all blood in your face. I know the way. But you're losing your face, you know? It's like, but I know the way. Okay. I love you. You know, see you next lifetime when you get a new face, right? And this is our journey. And it's all hold held together because of the grace of God that allows us to experience all of our misunderstanding, all of our trauma, all of our drama, all of our challenges, and naturally and organically get to a realization ourselves. It's time to change. And then and only then do we change. When we choose to change, you can't change anyone. And trying to change anyone it's actually an act of control. It is not love. Even though you might say, oh, what I know the way. How do you know the way? You realized your way. You found your answer. But everyone is here to find a different way. That is why we, 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 the, the whole purpose of having so many of us here is so that we can create so much variety of experience. Imagine if there was only one way, right? How boring is that? Nobody would like that. There's only one religion. There's only doctors, you know, who are they going to heal if there's no engineers or, you know, lawyers or, you know, uh, cooks? What are we going to eat if there's only doctors, right? That's the reason why we have so much amazing architecture and art and, 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 and business ideas, because there's all of us, we're, we're, we're uh, addressing life from a different angle. And the same applies for having your own experience and, and finding your own way to allow the grace of God to open you up. And at some point, this is what happens. That's the collapsing of the lower bodies into the higher bodies and then the higher bodies into the seventh body. This is what's called the activation of the Merkaba. Ultimately, 
uh, our uh, our destiny is to um, accelerate the frequency of the body to a point that you transform the matter into light, return it because it is light at its very core. It's made of of a- atoms, right? Electrons and, and protons, <clears throat> which is polarized matter. Polar polarized light is matter is polarized light, right? So you're raising that frequency to the point that it returns to a higher understanding. But now it has the ability to go back and forth because it knows the way. We've been here figuring out how to navigate this reality for eons. And now we're getting ready to go back home. But we're going back home with all the experience of all the darkness. And now we know love. And it's because of the power of grace. So we're going to dive into that today. But before, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're doing here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the very bottom, there's a link that says Jinkies. Click on that one and listen to episode 256 on that page. And that explains what is the hologenetic profile. This is the map that we're using to heal ourselves to, you know, take this whole journey all the way back, back home, back to God. And it's about uh, uh, reclaiming our attention. That's that's uh, um, uh, kind of like uh, um, we have we have suppressed it in the unconscious, and we have kind of splintered parts of ourselves of our attention. That uh, this is the kind of stuff that's creating all sorts of messes. This is stuff that is not just you know. Yes, we have it in this lifetime. In this body is genetic, but it comes through generations. This stuff is ancestral DNA programming of all the experiences of all our history throughout the to, to all to the beginning of this universe and 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 we can heal that if we become aware of it and this is what's called shadow work and so um this map helps us to um, get started on understanding the 64 gene keys the 64 basic archetypes of human experience this is basically an instruction booklet for how to navigate this reality, how to operate the bio machine, the body, how to operate the bio AI, the 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 the, the mind, right, the personality, because right now we are being operated by the personality. We're like running, you know. We are like the 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 the, the, the personality is the horse, and we're the the jockey. But now we are the horse, and and the horse is riding us, right, in this reality. And so we need to learn how to properly operate. So the mind does its job. It's a computer. Its its job is to, you know, serve you data so that you can make the decisions of where you're going to put the attention. But we're living in this reality where the personality is attempting to make the decisions. And what kind of consequences do that have? Constant conflict, constant uncertainty, constant self-judgment. Our lives are full, are filled of doubt, with doubt and, 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 and suffering because the personality is running the show. So when we learn to reclaim our attention from the unconscious, our, our, our sequestered attention in the unconscious, we become aware of all the little aspects that are kind of like uh, creating loops from which the personality feeds off because you, what you don't know has control over you. But when you know the truth... Then this is what Jesus said, the truth shall set you free. This is it. The truth about your unconscious uh, attention. And so when we reclaim our attention, we can be present. And in the present, that's where all the magic happens. And, and, And it's a journey of discovering this, moving into the gift, becoming fulfilled with your life. And then and only then you're ready 
to receive the grace of God. It's not like the grace of God wasn't there on the bare. It's because of the grace of God that everything's happening. But at that point, you can actually listen. Because otherwise, you're listening to everybody's talking about the stock market and the inflation and, you know, the fucking great reset and all of that stuff. And you're like, oh, my God, I need to get, like, my, you know, my money out of the... Blah, 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 blah. And you're running like a headless chicken, running amok. Ah, 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 I gotta get the kids out of the school. I'm not saying all of this is right or wrong. What I'm saying is when we have, when we're centered, when we're present, when we're in alignment with our true purpose, you can listen to all of this stuff. And this is another thing we do here. But then you listen from a place of, of presence. And, and, and then you can make decisions that are in alignment with your natural intuition that puts you on the right timeline. And now you're navigating all the way back home, taking care of uh, addressing all this stuff that's happening in yourself and in your life and in the world at large. Because as we become aware of the darkness, then we have the ability to choose a different reality. Oh my God, I've been doing this stuff for so long. Well, how about we just change that habit? Are we done with that experience? Do we know what it is? Yeah, I totally know what living a narcissistic reality is. Okay, are you done with it? Yeah, I'm fucking done. Let's move on. Okay, let's move on. How about some love? How about some caring? How about some, some true uh, joy in your life and fulfillment? And expanding. And yes, it's not like your fear is going to go away. The more we step out of the comfort zone, you know, the personality freaks out. Oh my God, we're going to go. We're going to die. But then you step, you step out and you go like, wow, there's a whole other world that I never knew of. Oh, my God. You know, the, look, at, look at the food here. It's amazing. You know, you know, I'm making five times more money here. All you have to do is expand. And this is what we're here to expand, right? And so you move through that. And then at some point, you're ready. Because now you don't need any of this spiritual stuff. And when you don't need it. At that moment, you're ready, and then God will speak to you and say, you're ready for the divine gift, the city. And this is, in this case, when we're talking about the, 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 the seventh seal, the opening of the city of grace today. You know, But it, it, it doesn't matter, because all cities lead to the same place, to back, back to God. And so on that page, uh, on John.tv, you can see everything, how to read this map. There's links. There's a link that says, get here, click here to get your free personalized hologenetic profile. That'll take you to the Jinkies website. You can download your map. That is specifically tailored for you. It's an entry point into the study of the Jinkies. And in that page, you can learn how to reading these books. There's a great uh, a link there that uh, leads to the 64 Names of Love. And that's a, a three-day seminar with the author of the Jinkies, Richard Rudd. It's a beautiful uh, introduction of what it means to uh, under, to allow love in your life. And this is what we're doing, you know, because the only answer that matters is love. Everything else is just a, 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 a soundboard, a vantage point, so that we can understand and allow love. And remembering, because it's not that we are not love, it's that we forget that we're love. Oh my God, I'm sinking and my boat is sinking, you know, oh my God. And what is, what is the water and what is the air and what is the boat? And what is your body? What is your ability to focus your attention on that? It's love. It's the grace of God that's allowing the entire movie to play. And if we learn to navigate this reality properly, we don't have to be riding sinking boats. We don't have to be sinking, being on sinking boats. You can have an airplane or, you know, a submarine. Oh, my God, I saw that coming far away. Now I have a submarine. Okay, let's go down. 
And then the storm is happening up there. You're totally, you know, cruising. No, no problem. Looking at the fishies, <laughs> right? So um, on that page, you can learn all of that. And if you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, click on the About tab and listen to Episode 1. As number one priority here of, of what we're doing here, heal ourselves. Heal ourselves so that we can realize our genius, our gifts to the world, and then we can bring them out. Bring them and give them into the world. At number one, priority number one. And then also when we when we uh, uh, take care of that, it's like we're doing that simultaneously all the time, right? But we also have to realize the lie of the world. Being able to have the spiritual fortitude to look at the world as it really is. Because right now the entire world is under a spell. It's called mass formation psychosis. Not the entire world because a lot of people are waking up. We're in the middle of what's called the Great Awakening. And the Great Awakening is realize the nature, the true nature of the world. Which is the consequence of the shadow of the unconscious uh, um, uh, ruling uh, energy energy uh, conglomerates that manifest in the world stage, and now you got the shadow of the world. We need to be able to have the spiritual fortitude to look at all the fucking shit that's going on in the world in order for us to say, I'm done. I'm done with slavery. I'm done with child sex, human trafficking. I'm done with the lies of the government. I'm done with genocide. I'm done with pharmaceutical abuse. I'm done with economical abuse. I'm done. We're done. And now, because I can't see what's going on, I can choose to create and participate on making a completely new reality. And how are you going to do that? With your genius, with your gifts. Because now you don't have skeletons in the closet. Because the skeletons are floating and dancing in front of you. And you're like, yes, these are my skeletons. These are my shadows. But I'm aware of it. They don't have power over me. I can focus. And I can get shit done. And I can't get you done that it's relevant to what brings me joy to my heart. And when you're in that joy, wherever you go, you're bringing that light to wherever you go. But you are not a naive nincompoop, spiritual nincompoop. We start the journey as the fool of the tarot, right? But by that time, you're the master. It's a completely different experience. You have that innocence because now you've, you've come back to the fool, but you're not a fool anymore. You are able to see things as they are without judgment, and at the same time, having the ability to choose a different future. And this is what, this is our goal here with Planet Homemaking. So on that page, we also have, um, you can listen to that episode, talks about, you know, we're here to make a home out of this pile of rubble, right? And that's how we do it. We heal ourselves and we uh, gather the spiritual courage to look at the truth of the world, the lies of the world, and choose a different future and participate in building it, right? And on that page, there's a resources section at the bottom that explains what's been going on in the last three years, what's really going on. And this is the key here. This is our exam to graduate into a new civilization, our coming of age as humanity, being able to discern the truth from lies. This is, so wherever you see anything, listen to your heart, listen to your intuition and and and. And follow the money. Find out for yourself. Stop believing the media. Stop believing anybody. Doesn't matter what they show you. Listen to your heart. You're like, oh my God, I can't believe this is possibly happening. Because no one of my friends are saying that this injection is like really killing people. Everybody's fine. Really? 
when you really find out that it's all censored on the mainstream media. All the millions of people that have died because of this injection. All the millions of people that are going through uh, adverse effects of virus, right? The vaccine adverse effects, right? All of this stuff is being censored. So you need to understand this is, we're going, we're, we're finding stuff in the underground and that's the jungle because there's a lot of lies and a lot of this information. But what an adventure to be able to activate your internal uh, gut sonar, right? At your natural understanding, your intuition. And so you say, oh my God, when you really understand, okay, this if, if I'm dealing with these shadows myself and I wasn't unaware that I was doing this, imagine the entire world. You start seeing cohesiveness. It makes, it makes a, a sound uh, um, it, it's it, it's it's a sound knowledge because it comes from your understanding, from your heart. You're understanding it, and and you're not naive anymore. So this is a coming of age we're going through right now. So all of that is there, but let's dive into the opening of the seventh seal. Like I always say, I'm not a teacher of anything. No one can teach you this stuff. I'm reading this book, The Gene Keys, and I'm giving you my my contemplation. This is my study of this work, and I'm giving you my contemplations. But what you need to do is take this and contemplate it yourself. Get, find your own words. Find your own conversation with God. What does this mean to you? Call forth the experiences. God, send me the messenger so that I can know because this is philosophy. These are words. These mean nothing until you have the experience and it becomes electromagnetic, visceral, embodied knowledge. And then it is truth. And only then is truth. This is just data. And it's great data. It's high frequency data we input into the brain so that we can have that conversation with God. But it's most important. It does. I mean, this could be good entertainment, but until you... Go in your life while you're, you know, waiting in line on the supermarket, when you're washing the dishes, when you're driving somewhere and you start start contemplating, what does it mean grace, the grace of God? What does it mean love? What does it mean this? You start having a conversation on high frequency with God and you're going to get answers in high frequency that are relevant to your life specifically. Now we're talking. And this is the reason we're doing this. So let's dive into this, the opening of the seventh seal, which is grace. This is, this is the seventh seal, the city of the Jinky 22, right? So in the book of Revelations, the opening of the seven seals is surrounded by layer upon layer of rich apocalyptic imagery. And unless you are well-versed in alchemical symbolism, it will be very difficult for you to penetrate the true meaning... <gasps> Of, I'm sorry, of this prophetic transmission, because when you start understanding alchemical um, symbolism, it was done uh, in, at a time where a lot of these people were persecuted by this Inquisition, right? So uh, uh, it, was, it, was, it was information that it's ultimately alchemy wasn't about, it's not about uh, transforming lead into gold. <coughs> it's about transforming the base divided polarized consciousness into uh, a one unto oneness returning transforming your awareness from the base matter of humanity that the base you know chaotic emotional drama of within yourself 
and transforming into the gold that we are, the divine beings that we are. It's not transforming, it is remembering. It's kind of cleaning it up. The whole process of alchemy is cleaning up. You go through all of this process, dissolution and, and sublimation, and there's a bunch of different processes, right, where you're clearing the matter. But what the alchemist is really doing, because they're doing it with, you know, physical stuff, they're really clearing their consciousness. The real alchemists. There's a bunch of uh, fake people out there. And ultimately, you get to a point where you can actually transform matter. Right? This is what Saint Germain did. And there's a whole story about that. The great book about this is The Red Lion. You know, I might find a link somewhere. Put it in the description. This is a real book about trans alchemical transmutation. Right? But uh, the symbolism of this stuff, and this is not just from the Inquisition. This stuff is uh, old since the days of uh, St. John, right? And before that, since Babylon, people have been doing this forever, right? But the reason it's so apocalyptic looking and scary, it's because these are kind of like gargoyles, like kind of like guardians that uh, when your personality is still afraid, these are like guardians that, that 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 symbolize gateways into knowledge. This is uh, mysticism, occult knowledge, right? And so you can't get through to the knowledge unless you have no fear. And this is the whole work we're doing with the shadow work. Shadow is the fear. We're becoming aware of that. This is kind of like the jinkies is kind of like a clearer, more more, more, uh, less allegorical version of, of alchemy, right? Because it's all the same thing. It's just different ways of explaining the same thing throughout the generations, right? And so chemical symbolism will give you a lot of like very scary stuff because if you're able to pierce through those guardians, right? This, these gargoyles, this, this, um, you know, a temple guardians, right? then you can enter to the next level of understanding because now you have a stand in the truth. And the truth comes from experience. So it's not like you're going to have all, suddenly a big understanding of alchemy just by studying the, 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 the imagery, right? You need to understand what it means. And every one of these uh, very hardcore alchemical allegorical symbolism, especially what uh, St. John was talking about, has the purpose of purging your fear, purging every single aspect of yourself that has a clinging to one of these uh, um, layers of the sacred wound, right? That we've been talking about in the last seven, uh, seven episodes, right? Denial, repression, shame, separation, all of this stuff. And, and, and this is the stuff we are kind of like clearing up in the cauldron of alchemy, in the cauldron of spirit, right? And so, uh, so these are the layers of the symbolism of the Book of Revelations, right? But, um, but there is a demarcation between the opening of the first six seals and the opening of the seventh seal. The seventh seal involves seven angels and seven trumpets which sound the final judgment of humanity. The seventh seal is the spirit of grace itself, represented by the 22nd city. And grace descends only after great transmutation, which is an alchemical term. And it's like the rainbow that appears after the great storm, bringing complete transfiguration, which is the 47th city. And the 47th city is the programming partner 
of uh, the 47 Jinky is the programming partner of the 22nd Jinky. Remember that all of these Jinkies comes, they come in partners and they create an engine, right? So uh, in the Jinky 22nd at the shadow, we have Dishonor and the shadow of 47 is Oppression. But then when we raise the frequency, we get graciousness and graciousness is literally the fourth seal. Graciousness is the bridge that connects the bottom bodies to the higher bodies. And the, the programming partner of the 47 is what? Transmutation. So that is the alchemical power that transmute the base matter, the base, you know, unevolved barbaric natures of humanity, right? And then when we get to the city, we got grace and we got transfiguration, which is literally what happened to Jesus Christ when he ascended, right? The transfiguration of the body. And this is what we're talking about here, the collapsing of all the seven bodies to become, to ascend. We're talking about ascension here. And it happens because we're able to transmute base matter, right? And so this literally, the, the Jinkies is, is an evolved version of, of alchemy. And it's all the same thing. We just have different traditions throughout history talking about this stuff from different angles, but it's all the same thing, right? And so... um. So um, um, so on an individual level, the seventh seal represents the final absorption of all the previous six layers of the human electromagnetic field aura into the monadic body. All the seven bodies into the seventh body, the primordial essence, the void, right? At this level, even the flood of revelations and high frequencies at the atmic body, the sixth body, right? must be surrendered into the void of what the mystics term uh, uh, the, the seventh heaven. And the seventh heaven is literally the void. It's returning back to the origin, to the, to the opening, to the beginning of this multiverse, right? And that is, uh, uh, that is the realization of what is this entire womb of creation. We're going back to the seventh heaven. So God rested on the seventh day of creation, and this sevenfold pattern is reflected in many other cultural traditions. In the Hindu system, when the seventh chakra known as the Sahasara, it blooms, when it blooms, the divine essence can finally reunite with the material plane. So this is what we're looking for. We're looking at a, a civilization that evolves because of Christ consciousness, because of our personal alchemical transmutation as an individual. We evolve into what is called, what is going to be called the Homo Sanctus. We're, we're, we're leaving Homo sapiens behind that op operates from the mind and we're going to be operating from spirit. Uh, all of these uh, dark ages... It's been marked by the, the ruling of the mind, right? Which is the personality. And now we're leaving that behind and we're creating a, a, a whole existence where we're entering, we're manifesting an existence where we're going to be able to, um, to exist in multiple different realities simultaneously because our awareness is going to be able to move. I'm talking about a process that's going to take 50, 60 a hundred years, two hundred years to happen, <coughs> but that is a blink of an eye in terms of like you're looking at you know Buddha was here five thousand years ago, J Jesus was here two thousand years ago. It's not like they're still not here; they're still here. But 
5,000 years is something, right? 35,000 years when, when Hermes Trismegistus was here, right? That's a long time. 200 years is a blink of an eye. We're at the verge of the transmutation of humanity, the transfiguration of humanity, the, the ability for matter to transform into light and light into matter at will. This is what's going to happen. We're going to have bodies that are able to uh, traverse the multiverse um, it, it, it completely. We're not just going to, because we're doing that when we're dreaming, right, in consciousness, but we're going to eventually be able to take the body with us and, and, and have a completely different life. Forget about the matrix and paying the bills and, you know, all the taxes, all of that shit's going down the drain. That's all news. We're going to have a completely different experience. And this is why I think when we're talking about very advanced civilizations, they don't really have too much stuff of decoration and stuff because their awareness is so vast that they're, they're, they're living worlds and traveling just by consciousness, right? They have so much inner life that we, um, we have been kind of like separated from, you know, by focusing so much on, on this limited physicality. So St. John describes this event as the coming of a new heaven or a new earth. As this seventh monadic plane absorbs the final vestiges of our separateness, each plane below and its frequencies dissolve to be reintegrated as the true monadic essence. Like what I'm saying, all the bodies are going to be absorbed into the monadic body, into the seventh body. And, 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 and it's like it, 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 at that point you can do it at will. You can rematerialize reality, materialize and dematerialize. We're going to start looking into this stuff because then this align, aligns our, 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 our life, our, our, our timeline into that ascension timeline. And now you're bringing the future into the present and you are aligned with that reality because at this point we're splitting on multiple realities. Wherever your consciousness is, that's where you're going to end. So if your consciousness is aligned on this future, this is your destiny. This is the reason why we focus on these jinkies, right? So this is the meaning of the sounding of the seven trumpets, which represent the seven layers of frequencies of the human electromagnetic field, the aura, right? The seven trumpets is the sound of every one of the bodies, every one of the chakras opening up. And this is individual in, in every one of us. And this is global as one humanity opens up the seals. The frequency rises and each one of these stones is, these tones is the sounding of the trumpets. The trumpets are the tones, right? So at the collective level, the opening of the seventh seal refers to the coming of the final human epoch and the return of the human race to its original Edenic states, which is, you know, going back to heaven. It is the great trumpet fanfare announcing the redemption of all human beings that return back. We're going back home. We're going back to God. We're, we, we've been on this adventure for a long time. And now we're going into a new adventure, a completely new universe is going to be opening up. And it's opening up because we're choosing to focus on it. It's our choice of the timeline that makes it coagulate and manifest in our experiences. Not, not everybody's going to have this experience because their attention is somewhere else. 
But if your attention is here, you're in alignment. And, and this, you're pulling the future into the present. And, and you're, you're, you know, naturally, everything in your life is going to align so that you are taking that path. And, you know, you're thinking, well, it's going to be take 200 years. I don't know if I'm going to be by then. You may be in this body or you may have the consciousness to be able to reincarnate in a body with full awareness which is like and this this those things happen a lot of it happens in india and 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 because they don't they are a little bit more open to this kind of stuff the the the, the west the the east right and uh, and we're we're gonna get rid of all this scientism, right? Which is like a lot of of it is really just an excuse to destroy a lot of of the traditions of of old, right? A lot of the tradition is is fooled, and religions are are filled with bullshit, right? We're gonna get rid of that too, but really understanding what is cohesive, and because we're talking about stuff that is beyond physicality. A lot of the people get, uh, and this is, I think, in my opinion, this is a big uh, misunderstanding and, and a, a kind of like a misstep. When you have your own personal spiritual experience and then you go out broadcasting and saying, this is the truth. This is your truth because you lived it, but it's absolutely just data and information to someone else. And if someone else starts believing you without having the experience, now we're having a fucking problem. And this is what's been happening through religions throughout history. People believing all their people, the gurus, the masters, the teachers, the religions. Oh, yeah, 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 I follow, 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 follow. But they don't know. And if they don't know, they don't have the ability to create that in their lives. And so what happens is that eventually it degenerates and they're bringing all those great teachings from these great masters that realize all this stuff and start putting it into boxes of control of the lower seals. And that's what we've had with all religions and most spiritual traditions, right? A, a, a degeneration of, of the original message, right? But we're at a point where we understand that we must not follow anyone, including this jinkies thing. This I say it all the time. The reason I love this system is because it doesn't tell you anything. It doesn't have a dogma. It doesn't tell you what things are. It gives you data. And then it's up to you to take it and make it real in your life by having an experience. And so this is where we're going. And this is why we're focusing on the cities. So that we create that opening and manifest that reality in our experience, personal experience. And ultimately, because of our personal experience, we can step into the world and bring that knowledge with us. Because now we know. When you know, it's a completely different, you know, when you hear somebody that knows something, there's a weight for their words. You know, they're speaking. You feel like this motherfucker knows something. Holy shit. Somebody could be saying the same words and you're like, oh, I don't know, it doesn't hit you because they don't know. Knowledge is a whole other level of power. And most important, how do we exercise this power, right? It's in order to create that Christ consciousness, create that uh, kingdom of heaven on earth. This is our destiny. This is why we're here. And if you think you're here for somebody else for some other reason, that's great because that's your life. This is the grace of God, allowing us to have our experience however we see fit with the power of our free will, the power to put our attention where we choose to put it. So we've reached the end of the episode today, and uh, tomorrow we're going to step into kind of like the, 
the second section of the of the city of Jinki 22, because we're still have another 10 days to go or something like that. This is a long city. This is a long uh, Jinki. Probably the longest we've done is probably take us about a month to go through it. And uh, But we're done with the opening of the seals. And tomorrow we're going to dive into the meaning of spiritual initiation. Because there's you know, we're talking about what these cities are, where, where these openings are, where the seals are. And then we're going through the initiations. The specific uh, series of events and series of experiences that we're going to be having as a civilization and on a personal level, we've been having already throughout many incarnations, but it's all coming to a, a kind of like a, a culprit right now. It's coming to a, a, a crescendo. We're, we're reaching a point that the, the point, the, the, the open, the eye of the needle is opening. This is happening right now. This is the time we've been waiting for generations and for lifetimes to be present right here to have this experience. So we're going to start talking, start looking into that tomorrow. Podcast this every day, Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every Apple, every Apple podcast, Google podcast, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Reason, Podvine. You can find us on every uh, podcast app out there. But you can only find the 548 episodes on Podbean and Jorn.tv. If you go to Jorn.tv, there's explanations, there's links, there's charts, there's videos, there's a bunch of stuff there. Uh, but the Podbean app, it's kind of like an app, so it's more handy. And... Uh, um, and if you want to find our social media, go to the about page on Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. And uh, there's a link. We have a Telegram news channel. We have a chat room. If you want to contact us, that's the place to do it. We have a Truth Social. You can also follow us on Truth Social. We have a Rumble account where we're posting the video of the every Saturday we post in a, a, a meeting with a, we have a guest on the podcast. This, these are also video podcasts. And uh, um, these are the pioneers of the Great Awakening. These are people that have gone through their dark night of the soul and have come out the other side with a gift for the world. These are normal people from all walks of life. Some of them are famous, some of them are not, right? But they have something to give that they know because of experience. And we have a, 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 new, a, new, um, a, new, a new guest every week, every Saturday, right? And, uh, and also on the bottom of TV, there's a pioneers uh, uh, link, and you can see just that category on the on the on the on join on the website, and uh, and see the videos right there too. And also, if you're going through your dark night of the soul, you do not have to be stuck on this one for years or decades. You can get through this one in just a few months. It's possible if you're ready. If you're ready to end your dark night of the soul, and and find really that healing that you're here to bring to the world, and step out, and step through, move through this thing. We have a very specific coaching program where we help people move through their dark night of the soul right away. And if you're going through that experience right now, you, you're like, okay, I don't want to be suffering for the next decade, you know, you don't have to. You can just get it done right away, effectively and, and clean, you know, slick. <laughs> you, can, you can just get it done because it's a job. It's, it's a very specific thing you need to do and, and, and you can postpone it. This is why the dark night of the soul takes so long, because people keep postponing the thing they know they have to do. And some of them, they say, oh, I don't know what to do. They do know. You know. You know what to do. And so we're, 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 we have a very specific program to help people with that. If you want to learn more about that, you need that kind of coaching, click on the support button at the bottom right corner of TV and learn more about that. And we can help you with that. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.